Yo, 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 welcome to Crate 808, and today we're doing something a little bit different. It's a bonus episode, so if you don't like horror films, you may not want to listen to this, but it is hip-hop heads, and it is horror films, and we're talking about the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022 Netflix version. As big horror heads, we wanted to go in, and we have got Dead End Hip Hop's Mike Seatown, Alaska Atoms from Call Out Culture, and my man Thomas Hobbs. We got just together to talk about the Texas franchise, our love for the original, what our thoughts on the new film, and yeah, man whatever you guys think hit us in the comments if you are horror fans i know this is a hip-hop horror crossover but let's see who who out there enjoys it and who out there wants more of this let us know so yeah without further ado let's get into it boom Okay, cool. Well, hip hop heads talking horror, man. Fucking hell, this is the content I'm here for. This is what I'm here for. Yeah, I don't know what I thought. Texas is out now, obviously, and it's been out for a few weeks whilst we're recording this. I think there's so many things I've read that have been really vitriolic about it. I thought the best thing to start off with was um, just kind of ask you all, what is your relationship with this actual franchise and what you liked about, what were the things you liked about the original? And then we can start talking about what they've done in 2022. I'll throw it to Alaska. Go on, Alaska. What? What? what where are you at? with it so my first experience with texas chainsaw massacre i hated it i was like 13 years old it's supposed to be like the gnarliest movie of all time and i'm looking for gore that's all i'm looking for i'm looking for nothing but gore and there was none and i was like man fuck this movie this movie sucks um flash forward to like 20 years later i put it on and it's like the most disturbing best horror movie i've ever seen in my entire life right um so i i adore the original movie the remakes and stuff you know, some of them are okay. Some of them suck. But as far as like horror movies go, I would put like the original probably in my top three movies of all time, possibly my favorite horror movie of all time. Um, you know, so like those are, I, I really just love that whole world that they created, how sort of sinister and stark it was. There wasn't like anything. It was a regular day. Like this is some shit that just happens if you happen to yeah. stumble into this part of the world. There's no jump scares. There's no like, you know, sort of sentimentality. There's no swelling scores. It's just hammers to the head, hanging on meat hooks and feeding grandpa. Yeah. That should be on a, 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 a well wishes card. That's brilliant. Just hammers to the head. <laughs> That's amazing. What about you, Thomas? Where are you coming from it? I think you're a bit younger. I love than it. So yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is probably like my favorite film of all time. I guess what I like about it so much is the terror you see in it. Um, I mean, it really is for real. Like, it was so hot mm-hmm. while they were filming. The sets were actually melting, you know? Like, there was mm-hmm. no air conditioning. People working 20-hour days in this crazy heat. So when you see, like, Marilyn Burns as Sally screaming, you know, that insane howl, like, while she's tortured at the dinner table, like, she really was losing her fucking mind on set. Like, that was real, what you were hearing. And, like, I'm sure there were moments where she thought, fuck, did I sign up for a snuff movie? Like, I, I-, I guess... What 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 I would say with Texas Chainsaw Massacre is I don't think you can replicate that kind of chaotic atmosphere on a big studio mainstream horror picture because everything I guess is just too slick when you bring in those kind of budgets. Whereas with you know with the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you really felt like you'd arrived in hell. Like I I, I love this anecdote, this story when Toby Hooper um, said cut and filmed this final shot. None of the cast like cheered. You know, people were cursing them out. Like, yeah. People genuinely were were pissed off. But I think you know he 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 start, he does an interview where he he said even though you know everyone was mad at him, he smiled to himself because he knew you know what he, what he had captured was going to really fuck people's heads up. He'd really captured something raw and 
and primal. But um, I think what I love about the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the first time you see it, it's just like a kind of cool, raw, grindhouse type film. But the more you see it, the more layers there are to it. Like, I, I agree that it is just like this kind of, um, you know, just a simple day. It's raw, you know, feed grandpa, all of that stuff. But I don't know, as I got older, like I've actually seen it. It's got some really interesting political exposition in it like yeah yeah you know this is all about what happens when um you know the machines take over agriculture you know Mm -hmm. you don't need human beings to to kill the cows anymore you could do it on a on a conveyor belt right like what where does that leave these people in these dust bowl towns like do they feel isolated do they feel angry like when you start mixing in the yuppies from the city what's going to happen and I think what you see in Texas Chainsaw Massacre is what happens when you bring, you know, you bring those elements together. Yeah, for sure, man. I I, I had some bits on that as well. What about you, Mike? What, what what did you really enjoy about it, the original? Um, I'm I'm pretty much with both of these guys, um, especially Tom. Oh, god damn it! Hold on, sorry. My cat just yanked out my earbuds. Hold it's on. It's all good. It's all good. It, it had enough. It's <sighs> it's a 2022 <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan. That's what it is. She's like, fuck this shit, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, it always just gave me this feeling of something that, you know, it did feel like a snuff film. It felt like something that as a kid, you really weren't supposed to be watching. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what's always made this movie kind of stick with me. Is I, don't, I don't know if I've ever talked about this was, you know, I saw this when I was still living in California mm. and this made me fucking terrified when my <laughs> my parents were like, yeah, we're moving to Georgia. Oh. I was like, oh, that's that's the South. That's where shit like this really happens. Because, I mean, I saw it when I was like 12 or something. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, I knew it was fake. Oh, yeah. I mean, me and my mom, like, growing up, we didn't watch, like, quote, unquote, like, hood films, black films. All we watched were horror movies. We would go oh. down the street and rent, like, horror movies from the Blockbuster for, like, a dollar. That's amazing. And we would just watch horror films. And, and this was one of the ones that I saw and nothing scared me as a kid, but this one was just unsettling because it wasn't like Jason. Like Jason was just running around. Hat, hat. This shit, it was like, okay, why is he doing this? Yeah. Like, there's yeah. no one's explaining anything. Who are, what, what's grandpa's deal? Like what's, what's up with these guys? Mm. So I was thinking moving to the South, I was like, oh, I'm going to meet people like this. Like this is shit that really happens. But, I bet you never ate barbecue. I bet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, Fuck that shit. No way. <laughs> I mean, I only did if my dad cooked it. I wasn't. I wouldn't fuck with it from like some random restaurant. But, um, going to the gas station for barbecue? Yeah. No, I I never did no shit like that. Oh, I just didn't want to. I never wanted to meet anyone like this. I was just like, oh, Southerners are really fucked up, and you know they probably have all this weird inbred shit and but one thing i do want to um agree with uh wholeheartedly with thomas is like as i've gotten older it's it's always been one of my favorites but as i've gotten older there's just so many different layers to this film um one of them specifically we can get into later but yeah it's just it's not just a silly campy goofy horror film like it's really fucked up and it's really creepy and I have no idea what the hell was going through this dude's mind when he was making this. Yeah. yeah. He thought it was a comedy. 
Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That shows yeah. how fucked up he is. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Tell tell those actors it's a comedy when they're puking up, the salmon are puking up. <laughs> but it's a comedy, right. guys. What? <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, no, absolutely. I think uh, this is the reason I wanted to get to what we're talking about because to talk about 2022 Texas, for me, I need to know what kind of fan you are because... I've noticed through the years, horror fans, they love 03's version of this. I've I've heard there's a massive, like, group of fans that came to Texas from 03, you know, the Michael Bay stuff, which I didn't really enjoy in the cinema, and I haven't really rewatched it enough to give it a full-on. So I'm looking forward to hearing what you say, Alaska, because you've watched all of them recently. But what, what I, I think you need to look at is what kind of fan you are, right? So if you unpack it, I think we all are very similar types of fans. I love gore. I love people getting he- hammers to heads. But what I love more is stuff like, why are they doing that? Like, mm-hmm. the why behind it. So I was reading some really interesting stuff about, like, uh, the co-writers. It's Kim Henkel, like, co-wrote it. And uh, he was inspired by, he said there was a, a murderer. Uh, I've actually got it written down here. I've never heard of this guy, right? Elmer Wayne Henley. Already sounds like a murderer, that guy. So Elmer Wayne Henley uh, did these crimes and then he admitted it straight away. And, like when they found him and was like, yes, absolutely. I will take, you know, any of the uh, repercussions for this. And he found that really interesting. He was like that, that kind of really weird, and he called it moral schizophrenia. And that's exactly what I love about the original, which is, the chef, which I think is the brother, is like, no, I don't I don't get part of the killing. I don't do any of the killing. But then he's really enjoying the killing. And Leatherface yeah. is so fucked that these kids keep coming out of nowhere. And he's like, why are these? I'm trying to get on my day and they just keep fucking up my day. And that that aspect to it is ultimately more, it's a fuller experience than what I got in 2022, where there is none of that complexity. There's none of that, like, why are you doing this? And yeah, I don't know. Uh, when you're thrown in Vietnam and you talked about modern allegories, like like you talked about progression, right? And tradition and what that progress tradition thing. Although they tried it, I don't think they nailed it. I don't know if they nailed it with this one. I don't know what you guys yeah. think to that. I guess with the original, like, tranquility can give way to darkness at any second, which was really apt metaphor for Nixon's America. Like, yeah. I mean, you've got the dude walking down the down the hallway. You know, it's really quite peaceful scene. And then out of nowhere, Leatherface emerges and hits him in the head with a hammer. Like that, it, you know, that is everything about America in the early 70s. And I, and I say that as an outsider, but that was always my kind of perspective. But what you said about Leatherface being confused, it's really interesting. He, he, he is confused. And, uh, you know, from, um, from speaking to um, R.A., um, Mile Haloff, who played Leatherface in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, he um, spoke to Gunnar Hansen, who played him in the original Legend. a lot. And um, I know Gunnar, like, you know, his Leatherface was supposed to have learning difficulties. He was supposed to be confused. He was supposed to not really understand what was going on, but going through with it because of this kind of like primal instinct almost. And I think what you lose with the new film is that vulnerability that Garner Hansen brought to the character. Like now Leatherface is just in this new movie. He's just this big, um, like, like Michael Myers, the shape, he's just invincible. He can just walk through, you know, he can come back from being stabbed, shot, burnt alive, yeah, whatever yeah. it is. It's he's true. just going to keep coming back. And I think when you do that, you fundamentally lose like why Leatherface was so interesting in the first place. Like mm. he was vulnerable. He was fucked up. Like, you know, as we said before, like, this dust town, you know, dust bowl town in the middle of nowhere that maybe once was quite um, 
you know, quite thriving, had an agricultural industry. Suddenly, you know, it's been left behind. Um, mm. I think Leatherface was about that kind of angle, right? Like when you suddenly bring in all yeah. these influencers and he's bitching them like Friday the 13th, the video game. I don't know. Like it's just to me, it just kind of, it felt to me like what they did with the Halloween reboot in 2018. It was almost like um, a piece by piece recreation. You got, you know, you got Sally coming back, like you had Jamie Lee Curtis, then you got yeah, the killer it's, it's coming back older. Yeah. And I think what we're going to see is like, Every major hot film we've got good memories for is going to follow that template for the next five, ten years. That's it just feels problem. a little bit like that, doesn't it? I don't know, but Scream, Scream, I don't know what you guys thought of Scream, but I'm a big Scream fan. Scream nailed it, I thought. And I thought like... I, I yeah. thought so too. Right? So <clears throat> I think there's this there is this weird nostalgia. I've just watched Jackass in the cinema last week. I don't even know what I'm doing now in my life. Why am I watching <laughs> some guy's penis flattened playing tennis? What the fuck? And, and but... But there is this weird, like, kind of, they are getting things right. It seems to still be very enjoyable uh, for whatever reasons. But that's also kind of similar with Scream. I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Alaska? What do what you, you say to it? I think with Scream is designed to be that type of a movie, though, right? Because even the original Scream was built upon that. It's mm. like, it's built about taking a piss on the tropes that yeah, are out yeah. there right now, right? And that, I think that's part of why this one was so good compared to, like, Scream 4, which I know a lot of people liked, but... Um, like they, those were also like back to back to back. And then this one, they had time to like mm. let things build and form and new ideas come to play that they could play with. Um, and when you look at like Halloween, Halloween, the original Halloween wasn't that type of movie. Mm. It was just really like a murder mystery, right? It was like this dude shows up, starts killing people. Yeah. It wasn't like, it wasn't anything like, you know, some big history behind it. It was like, all you know is he snapped as a kid. Now he's back mm. and we got to save the babysitter. Texas Chainsaw Massacre was the same thing. It wasn't like this big world. It was like a day in the life of running, running, basically being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm. It wasn't, you know, some big like social, I mean, you know, there was this sort of, when you look, there's the layers, but this one was so nakedly like political in a Mm. really bad way that it it was just kind of like missed the whole point. And and there were a couple of things I liked about this movie, but um I think it's it's hard to do that with a movie like Leatherface or a movie like Halloween. I think Friday the 13th probably could be done well because they did that really well in Friday the 13th part six, where they sort of like went into like the world of Friday the 13th and started making fun of it and joking around with like the sort of things that they do. Um, I think there's more room there, maybe more room with Nightmare. Um, but if they just keep trying to do like gritty reboots and... Um, you know, it, it's just not going to work, I don't think. Yeah. Feels like a cash There's an inherent yeah. confusion to this whole film for me. Sorry to put it, I was going to yeah. say what you've just said there, which is like, I don't, at one point, I thought, it, is it taking down legacy re- sequels and requels? Like, yeah. is it like a bit of a parody? Like, oh, maybe like they, spoilers, spoiler alert, obviously, like they're killing off. The, the legacy character reveal is unreal. I don't understand. Yeah. Apart from the cash grab thing, why you even bring back Sally for this moment? Unless it is literally like, oh, someone in the production's gone. Someone that one of the heads has been like, oh, Halloween 2018 did that. Let's try that. Yeah. But like at one point I was thinking, are they parodying it? Which is quite interesting if they are. But then they do those endearing bits to the original, which is like one of my favourite bits was the little cut where um, you know, you know the you know the um flashes in the original which is like mm-hmm. those bits i love that that is i said to you alaska on twitter that is there's the genesis of the mug dj mugs and rizzo's sound is in those yeah. flashes <laughs> absolutely i get the same feeling and they do it with a cut where the guy opens the barbecue 
I thought that is yeah. such a smart way of referring to the original and that yet then you're just doing things that shit all over the original where I don't know what you were trying to do here. I was quite confused. I don't know. Yeah. They threw it in the score as well. Like it would pop in every now and again at the score. Mm. Um, I, I do one, one thing I wanted to say, just talking about like remakes. I thought they really got it right with the evil dead remake. Yes. Because, because the evil dead was so campy, they went in the completely other direction and made like, like if that actually happened to you in real life, it would be fucking horrifying. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I thought they did that pretty well in the in the remake of The Evil Dead. Yeah, Fede that's why Alvarez. I had such high hopes for this because it was Fetty. Mm. Oh wow! What do you yeah. say, Mike? Sorry to hear that, Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I had high hopes because he he was bigging oh, it up. Wow. He was bigging it up, saying this is the this is the sequel. We're going to bring back Sally. We're going to. He was bigging it up. He made a rod for his oh, own back. Man. What do you say, Mike? You know what, dude? Like. At this point, and I, I'm not even going to get deep into this, but I feel like I never have high hopes for shit like this because of what happened with Star Wars. So I'm just like, <laughs> I don't care. I'll watch it, but I'm not going to get my hopes up. I expect the worst, hope for the best. Mm. With this, um, I, I really was expecting the worst. I wasn't excited for it, but I, I did think that the trailers looked cool. Um, but I feel like what they really missed was the opportunity to actually explore Leatherface. Like so many other, like of the, of the sequels and the requels and whatever else, they didn't really get deep into him. Like when I watched the first one, I, and I know why they don't really discuss this much, but yeah, he was supposed to be mentally disabled. He was yeah. clearly supposed to be, you know, quote unquote off. Plus the fact that he had multiple different masks you know, in the first one. Um, And the fact that he has one where it looks like it's a woman's face that with the makeup and all that shit, none of the other ones with the exception of the third one really even dove into like why that is this one. It seemed like they tried to sort of kind of make a callback by the fact that his first face was the woman's face. Mm. But I feel like they were actually really afraid to go there. And I, I understand it because someone might get offended, but at the end of the day, like this is fucking horror. Like if you if you're gonna if you're gonna stick your toe into this shit, dip the whole fucking yeah. leg. dip the whole leg. Like let's really get into this instead of making him this kind of mentally challenged uh, person who, in my opinion, was really killing out of fear. It wasn't really so much like oh, I just want to kill people because it's fun. Mm. He he lives in this house these kids show up and he's just like what the fuck's going all right bow you're dead Mm. oh there's more why are you guys here bow you're dead too it wasn't like he was leaving his house and just running around trying to kill people it was motherfuckers that were showing up there Mm. whereas we have this new leather face which is Mm. what 75 years old at this (laughs) point (laughs) who's just killing for fun it's just like this is stupid (laughs) yeah Yeah. what you said is spot on about people turning up like i mean i guess the original, I mean, you mentioned Cam, um, the kind of uh, the serial killer that you know maybe influenced it. But I would say Ed Gein was the biggest influence. Oh, for sure, him. absolutely. He, yeah. he, you know, he's a farmer that lived in the middle of nowhere and made masks out of people's skins and lights and all these kind of things. And what's interesting about that case is Ed Gein was just, you know, just a normal guy in, in a town. No one would ever have expected him. Mm. And I think in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Not everyone necessarily expects the dude at the um, fuel station to be mm. in on it. Well, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. He just seems like a normal guy. Whereas now it's like Leatherface is just like the shape. Um, 
you know, Michael Myers, he's just this mystical being. It's almost like hinted that he can't die. And that to me just fundamentally yeah. misunderstands what the character is, mm. period. But I guess my issue with horror right now is I'm so fucking sick and tired of elevated horror. I'm so tired <laughs> of horror movies thinking that they have a responsibility to constantly have political exposition and metaphors. Yeah. Um, and and I, a lot of it for me is, 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 um, this kind of post get out Jordan Peele world. Now get out mm -hmm. is a masterpiece. No question about it. It's a film we'll be talking about a hundred years from now, but I actually think it's got a really shitty legacy because now everybody loads their movies with this kind of, um, quite, quite sort of like half-assed political statement, um, which which they don't really need to do. The original, it was hinted at. It was hinted at mm. under layer uh, under layer after layer. Whereas here, it's so clumsy. Like it's just it's just yeah. These are these are yuppie influencers. They deserve to die. But it's like I, I don't even think Leatherface, if we're staying true to the character, would even be aware of like what's going on in the news. Like he's not driven by ending gentrification he's driven by fucking finding something to do because he's got no job like i just think it, mm. it just that whole thing with horror right now has gone a bit too far i think horror movies are more interested in being thoughtful than being scary and mm. um this film in many ways is a continuation of that you've got the gore right but there's nothing scary the original texas chainsaw massacre there's no gore in it like it's yeah. all suggested through through sound effects through Camera the shots, score yeah. actually yeah, the score, when you hear that bit yeah. at the start, that shit does more than any gore, right? Whereas in this film, but they, it's like yeah. it's too much of it. <laughs> but they, but they, they start, that's the problem. with Like Mike said, lean into it. If you're going to do Do You Thinkers and throw him the chainsaw and let him like lean into it, like right. lean into that if you want to do it, like, put, put it, go fully in. They start so many things and then don't. So I love the modern allegory thing and the Vietnam thing and you know, all this stuff you can read into the original and they might meant it, they might not have. But if you are going to start doing like school shootings, uh, lean into that like that that actually could be quite an interesting allegory for somewhere like texas well i'm not as outside as me and thomas i don't know much about texas but i do know that austin is more of a city that i don't know like wouldn't it have been interesting if the progress tradition versus tradition thing that was in the original was like in this but it's texas like modern texas like maybe austin which is a bit more youthful and a bit more artistic maybe go there let, let's slay some people well, there Le leatherface could leatherface could go to like what like a festival is it a richard linklater film I, mean, yeah, I, I think they kind of tried to go with that though i think like that was the whole thing like those kids were all leaving austin essentially is what it seemed to me like yeah true true you know there's and and there is a lot happening here where you see like people that can't afford to live in cities anymore especially like young artistic types mm. moving to these sort of like down on their luck rust belt towns yeah bringing them you know bringing sort of mute like galleries and restaurants that the people who live there have no interest in can't afford to eat at and eventually pricing those people out. It's like another form of gentrification, but it's moving from now from the cities back into like the mm. sort of countries and suburbs. It's like just a circle that keeps on happening. I think, and I think that's what they were trying to, to address there. Like, like, and they even brought it where she's like, my grandmother lived here. So it's like, you know, it's that constant circle of like the, you grow up in the suburbs, you want to live in the city you grow up in the city, you want to live in the suburbs and it just keeps sort of happening like that. So I, I think they tried to, they just didn't do it well. It, they just end like, it all with the chains. It's all about the chainsaw. Yeah. It's all about Leatherface. It's all about the family element. And I don't understand the, I don't understand the, um, why they showed his face. 
I had no point to doing that. I don't know if I, I don't know what the reasoning was. Like even to show the age discrepancy is that bad. Like this guy's 75 or whatever. And yeah. it's just like, what? That's crazy. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to, if there was any other bits that you want to talk about, I had a bit about, you know what I loved about the original was the pacing. You know, the mm -hmm. pacing of the original where it's just like things happen out of nowhere. I don't know which one of you said it, but it feels like you don't know what's around the corner. That was what was great about the original, that kind of folk gothic horror, but also like the pacing and the timing and like the staggered moments of violence. Whereas in this, once that first person's down, bang, it is game over. And mind you, the first mm -hmm. kill was pretty, uh, I, that's my favorite the, bit. The, fir the first kill was, was, was fantastic. And, you know, at that moment I was like, oh, maybe I will, maybe I will like this. Yeah. <laughs> and, but that's the, that's the thing with this movie is I can only, I can really only shit on this movie from a fan perspective of the original. Mm. If I just walked into this blind, I'd be like, okay, it was a cool horror movie. But the issue is I've seen the original and I <laughs> love the original. That's the problem. That's what fucks this movie up. Like, mm. don't tell me that this is a direct sequel. Don't tell me that, you know, oh, we're keeping, you know, the, the flavor. Like, don't tell me any of that shit. If this was just a random slasher film, then mm. I'd be fine with it. But that's the issue. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre was never a slasher film ever. Yeah. But everything after the original was some fucking slasher film. And that's what this one just kind of went off of that template. And that's where I think that they fucked up. Cause you're right, Cam, like the original, you didn't know it was around the corner. It was, you're in this fucking weird house and you're just looking around like, yo, what the hell? Mm. But this one, every single kill was so predictable. It was like, mm. okay, yeah, yeah, that person's about to die. Cool. That person's about to die. Cool. But that's it. The decision None of it looked real either. Like the effects just look so CGI. -y. And I think one yeah. thing that I've loved about horror over recent years is this return to practical effects. Mm, yeah. You see films like Possessor and, um, you know, you can see that that's, you know, that's become really, really part of part of it again. Whereas in this, it just all felt a little bit too CGI. -y. I think in the original, you could smell that set. You could smell the yeah. fucking piss on that set. They like just just stunk. The film smelled like it had a smell. Yeah, yeah. It, it affected all of your senses, right? Whereas yeah. I think this film, you know, like you say, if you if you watch it detached from the original and you get some popcorn and you just want to get high, sit on your couch, see a bunch of people get fucked up, then it, it's it's kind of fun. Like, but yeah, it, the, the reality is, is we're always going to judge it based on the original. But one thing I wanted to speak about is um what you said about music. I think the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre um, and its score, which I think Toby Hooper did with Wayne Bell, like, it's just so influential. It's the reason, mm. I mean, the atmosphere of Kanye West Yeezus is in debt to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That unhinged that. atmosphere. Um, I, I've seen an interview where Kanye even says that. Eminem's relapse. Eminem, when he was making that, he was um, on lots of prescription pills and all he would do is sit in his house and watch serial killer documentaries and rewatch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre over and over. And you can hear Amazing. that in that album, the grave diggers six feet deep, mm. like obviously, you know, but then also like outside of hip hop, somebody like Mika Levy, we mentioned those, those weird noises, that squeal sound, like mm. you watch under the skin or any of the shit that she does. Like, you know, you can hear in the electronic music that she does, you can hear callbacks to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the nine inch nails, or mm. even Nirvana's in Utero, like, there's an atmosphere on those kind of from those kinds of artists and those kind of bands that I think you could trace back to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So I think it's very important that we position it not just as a classic horror movie, but also a horror movie that, um, you know, sparked the brains of a lot of really kind of like 
interesting musicians as well. I think mm, yeah. whenever an artist wants to make something unhinged and fucked up, they channel the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> That's just what they do, you know? Yeah. It's it's interesting where it has gone. I, I, was, I know Alaska has watched the others. So I was wondering what your overarching like thinking was because it's you're saying you we go by the original right we judge it by the original yeah. but i do like like 2017's leatherface the idea of let's talk about the family let's talk about you know why leatherface is a leatherface but yeah what are you saying Laska? what is it what is it what has your trip been like <laughs> so i mean it's interesting because i do have a bit of a different perspective on this leatherface like i kind of like it um not compared with the original but compared with the rest of them Right, like it's probably the second best Leatherface that Whoa. we see across all of the movies. Really? Because there's a yeah, Damn. I think so. Okay. Um, you know, I I think that they're, and and they get away from it, but there was like a vulnerability in the beginning, right? Um, he had a family again and lost it, and it was like that fear, like it came out, and then it just gets like stupid. But I I think that element is there, and I think that um one of the thing the coolest thing to me in this movie was when Sally shows up and she's like, lists off all her friends' names. And he looks at her like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and she's like, this is the biggest thing that ever happened yeah. in her life, rightfully so. And him, he's like, you were just chilly. Like you and your friends were chilly that day, that week's chilly. Like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> um, like, so, yeah. like I thought like that was kind of cool, but um, I, got a, yeah. I got away from what I was saying. But yeah, like compared to a lot of the other leather faces, mm he's really good. Like the actor and the way, like he carried himself. Like I thought like when he was going through the bus, there's a point where he just picks up a leg and looks at it. And it's like, okay. And it goes back about business. Like I thought that was kind of like a nice little flourish. I did. Um, I did enjoy that bit. I thought his little chainsaw dance was pretty good at the end where he's like spinning around with the head and the chainsaw. Mm. Um, but like, you know, some of them are really fucking bad. Yeah. Like horrendous. I, I like bad. two. I like two. I, I like two, two quite a bit. I thought two was great. Yeah. Two was a good satire. It was Toby Hooper yeah. like saying, oh, "Fuck right. it, I'm not going to turn this into a into a franchise. I'm just going to take the piss out of the idea." Yeah. Like, but that's right, a problem. Guys, I got. I got to go. I can't. Um, I can't talk to you guys anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, I'll I'll listen to this when it goes up. But um, <laughs> I cannot talk about two. I cannot. No. Fuck no. God, you, you're wrong. Yeah, I hated two when good. I first saw it, but She's I watched good, it again recently. It's pretty I, good. I didn't two, like it when I first liked it. When I first saw it, two mm -hmm. is absolute trash in my opinion. And you're not again, smoking the right weed. That's maybe not. Maybe not. I wasn't smoking weed at 13. So yeah. not. But um, no, like like. I'm, I'm again, I'm, I, I know this is a, a shitty place to be in, but I'm just one of those purists. That's just like, I like the original mm. uh, Leatherface. I don't like this weird sexual deviant Leatherface. I don't want to see Leatherface jerking off with a fucking chainsaw. I don't want to see that. I also don't want to see Leatherface setting traps for people. Yes. I don't want to see Leatherface yeah. charging you like a fucking football player and tackling. I don't want to see that shit. I want to see this mentally I know this sounds fucked up, but this mentally off person that's really just killing because he's fucking terrified. Mm. You know, he doesn't even realize that this is wrong. Leatherface has no idea that what he's doing is not the right thing. Mm. So him traveling back to where all of those weird gentrifiers are mm. and like going and just randomly killing people and then walking onto the bus and kill. It was just like, okay, yeah, this is fun. But mm. it's fucking stupid. It's stupid. See, like this is just Michael Myers. Yeah, this is all. I think this it is. made sense killing them in his house, though. Like I, it makes sense that he would go back to his house. Yes, that he lived in for like fifty sure. years. 
And then yeah, but that the house wouldn't even be in up. the house. <laughs> but he's just <laughs> walking around after that, and he's just like, oh, all right, that, yeah. next. Yeah, you know? I mean, it falls apart quickly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. within a, a, a little bit of pressure, it, start the, it starts yeah. buckling. Absolutely. But I don't yeah, mind I mean, that in horror. The, the, the police van, after that, it's like, it's all downhill. Like, up yeah. to, like, that the wrist when bone. they kill the wrist bone, and then, like, you know, the woman in the seat, like, trying to climb out and stuff, which is kind of reminiscent of Scream 2. Scream 2. There um, we go. Like, that whole scene was kind of terrifying to me. I was like, oh, this is legit scary. Yeah. And then it was just like, oh, this is stupid. And well, like every single person made the dumbest fucking possible decision right. ever. There's that one. I'm, okay, I'm okay with that though. Like I don't, you know, something that Thomas was talking about earlier. I don't, I don't go to horror for intelligence or or social con- or any of that kind of shit. I love Jordan Peele, just like uh Thomas mm-hmm. was saying. He's one of my favorites. But he's in a land of his own at this point. Yeah. And it's not like horror never touched politics before. I mean, Fulci mm. did it, Romero did it. Yeah. You know, even Craven did it back in the day, but yeah. it's just they're trying so fucking hard now to where it's like everything yeah. has to be so intelligent. I don't need that. Like I can watch other things for that. I don't always have yeah. to have in like intelligence inserted in horror movies. I recently learned this elevated horror term. I had never heard it until maybe two. I years never ago. heard it before Scream. Oh, mm, maybe yeah. Scream. Did Scream make it up? Because I never. There was Hereditary. It was around Hereditary, Midsummer, okay. those things. Well, just a bit before that, you know. Okay. But around yeah. for a while, I guess. I guess you could say though that Get Out was like one of the films that kind of. Mm. Uh, after that, it was almost like, yeah, we're going to load every horror movie we make with like political exposition. Mm. And the but you know, like, so. what's his name? Who did Blue Ruin? You know, the guy who did Blue Ruin, and then he oh, went to yeah, Green yeah. Room. That guy does movie. it. Like he does verge on it being too much but green room's fucking fantastic and it does right. that it, it really merges that world of punk and you know it's like, not bluntly political though is it like green room what, like because it, it is yeah. it's political isn't it they're stuck these liberals are stuck in a room and they're surrounded by neo-nazis sure. i mean but it's not blunt with it whereas yeah. i think whereas this one is yeah. this one is yeah. blunt and tries to shoehorn that in although it does it quite cleverly at times i thought it was like some of my favorite bits were that whole bit about all oh, right so he's a chef and it's like so i got i didn't mind that but it was just mm. the fact that they're so flippant with other things like if you are going to bring sally hardesty back that that's such a flippant use of it uh, that yeah it's like yeah. that is what and the flippant absolute you're just taking the piss when you're now take putting it up in the air and straight away i thought of halloween kills and michael Myers is the mm. same kill you come yeah. copying kills man like you should have yeah, yeah, ultimate yeah, yeah. um what do you call it uh you know what's the word? i can't think of a word but anyway let's move on because that bit yeah. do you know what though like i think we're in the era of um social media influencers getting killed in horror movies like we saw it in <laughs> halloween like with those two podcasters, podcasters who got fucked up we've got to watch yeah. out, we, see it, we, we see it here as well but it's funny i remember a few years back like i went on this press trip and it was um, the new Blair Witch movie had come out. And I um, I turned up and they took us to the woods and had all these actors like jumping out of trees and shit like that. And I was with all these like awful social media influencers. I mean, like I lost probably 80% of my brain cells just from going. They were the worst people. And I remember sitting there thinking, it'd be so cool if there really was a killer in these woods. And like, I started thinking of this plot of like how you know, we could do like a movie with influencers getting killed. And it kind of reminded me of that with this film. Say, did and you I think write this? That, yeah, but I guess I guess that's that's an interesting thing. Like maybe we'll see that over the 2020s. Like maybe we've reached peak influencer at this point. Mm. And we're gonna be seeing like maybe the next Jason movie 
will be um i don't know him killing the paul brothers or some shit <laughs> <laughs> well, have, yeah. have you um have you ever watched the, the like don't go alone in the woods jason fan films no they're, good. Yeah, they're pretty great but they are like it's always like some like social media like outdoorsman who goes out there to be like I, you can survive on yourself for three days by yourself out here and he stumbles <laughs> upon the campground and it's like suddenly like they're, they're pretty good. good actually though yeah they're pretty good i mean they're not like horrible stereotypes of social media influencers like this one is i mean this was mm. like a dumb twitter argument essentially <laughs> mate your yeah, cancel bro is one of the worst lines i think i've heard in <sighs> even in yeah the i was trailer. pissed yeah. <laughs> I was super i was super fucking pissed i know people found that shit funny but that's when I just started getting really aggravated. I was. Just I like, remember right, when the trailer dropped you and you were, you were tweeting about it. I yeah, like, I was like, this yeah. is fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> you know, my, my thing is, you know, I don't want to go back to the Jordan Peele thing, but I feel like when I finish his films, I'm like, okay, I get his point. I may mm -hmm. have to watch it two or three more times to get the details, but I get the point. This shit, what the fuck was the point? Like, <laughs> I, I get you, you're throwing these, these weird quote-unquote liberals into this town who now these liberals are doing things that your stereotypical liberals wouldn't do. You know, they're, they're, so, they're totally pro-gentrification. They're kicking people out of their homes literally until they die, you know? Mm. It's like, what, what was your, and then you have the whole school shooting thing. Oh, you know, this, this girl is a victim of school shootings, mm. but at the end, she had to use a gun to save her life. So guns are cool sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, yeah. did some weird conservative make this or did some jackass Joe Biden voting liberal make this? It's like, very who made this fucking film? I don't get it. So like when the, when the whole bus thing happened and he walks on and it's just like, oh, you make a move and you're canceled, bro. It just, I was like, all right, man, I'm, I'm good. I'm done. At that point, I'm just like, all right. <laughs> it's how he gets on the bus is quite fascinating to me that you can, I know you said that you don't go for, uh, you know, intelligence and horror, but I need something for me to be sold into the set piece. The set piece. Absolutely. Let's go bus chainsaw. Let's have some fun. But if the the lead up is, I've just seen a guy I know quite well's oh jaw God. hacked off. Yeah. I'm going to go in. I might be in shock right now, but there's nothing in that. Unfortunately, I don't know the actresses, but maybe it wasn't the actors like didn't sell it to me or it was the writing or it was the whatever, the time they spent with this person. But I did not know that person was in shock enough to say, by the way, there's someone, there's a killer out there. Like, you know, just, just, just a lot, slight, yeah. slight reminder, there is a killer out there. That's like, what? One thing, one thing I wanted to say is, um, one thing about Leatherface in the original is he felt like somebody who you could, um, you could punch him in the face and he'd fall over, right? Like there was yeah. a feeling that, that he, he wasn't just like muscle bound, like Scott Steiner-esque freak. Um, he kind of had, you know, had flaws. And I think now he's just this big bulking, fucking brute that you can't take down in any way and it just i just felt a little bit disappointed with that i just felt a bit disappointed with where they took the character and i think they've done that with the sequels it's just progressively become more and more like michael and jason and you know i think there's a merchandising angle that we haven't spoken about where people you know kind of want to turn this into a character they can sell masks and mm. toys and all these things but the original movie was almost anti-mtv like it was almost anti capitalism in a way whereas now it's almost gone full circle and it's become a product of that and i think that's what's really interesting and i, I wonder what they're going to do 20 years from now are we going to see leatherface in a wheelchair killing people or like, yeah. are they going to go back to the 70s like all these movies it's just 
to believe that somebody in their 60s or 70s could do this it's just i think you alluded to it um mike like it just it's just crazy like you watch it and you're like how is this guy not out of breath how is he still stood up how the fuck does this chainsaw still work in his bedroom I know. Like, after all these years but like, the michael myers just... thing michael myers is like 70 right in the in the loo one but the thing about michael myers is he's inherently supernatural, supernatural he's, he's like evil yeah. Yeah. so that, yeah. i can get that i'm I, yeah. again I, I know that credit is in the bank what i don't leatherface isn't leatherface mm. isn't so what year is this mm. this is now because it's a remote control car remote control car it's the chef in the back just remote control of the car yeah. which would be an incredible twist uh but let's just i don't want to be like this could sound like we're very toxic like oh fucking horror fans who hate on no i like good horror you know requels but i was wondering if there's any moments that you enjoyed from 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 this film thomas is looking in the air like "Mm." (laughs) before we get to that really quick i want to like when you're talking about intelligence in horror i'm i'm with you Mm. um what what i was speaking of is more so like the story itself trying to give some intelligent yes aspect of life or the people in it being incredibly stupid my issue with this when it comes to intelligence is there were so many plot holes that just didn't make sense (laughs) And on a standard film, I'm fine with that. But Mm. when it comes to something like this, it's just like, all right, why would you even stick something in there that you knew didn't make sense? Like, did y'all see, like, she had the picture from the van in the first one, but he lit that shit on fire. Do you think it was the same picture? Is it the same picture? I went back and I rewatched the first one, even though I've seen it fucking 50 times, but Mm. I was like, okay, am I, am I misremembering things? Like, Mm. So I watched it yesterday and I was like, no, he, he took one picture and he lit it on fire. So otherwise there'd pick. be no way for them to have it. Like there'd be no way for them to have that picture. Cause there was nobody else in the van mm. that could have taken it. Oh my so God. now it's like, and I'm not the smartest guy ever in the room. So you're telling me that these motherfuckers wrote this shit and was just like, they, no one thought of this. Mm. No one thought like, how would she have this picture? Mm. And then you stick Sally in this movie what the fuck has Sally been doing for the past 50 years? We'll never know. How could she not find them? How could she not find him? Wait, hold on. It's dope 50, is- 50 years I've waited to kill you. I've now yeah. got a shotgun in your fucking face. I can do it any time. No, I was going to let you walk out. That's fine. Let you walk out. Yeah. No, in- instead she talks just, that's the thing. Like someone was mentioning earlier about the whole Halloween thing and, and the, the tie-ins with that. Mm. Jamie Lee Curtis did the same fucking thing. She starts talking to Michael Myers. I don't think she said, you know, mm. say my name, or maybe she did. I don't remember. Mm. But this was completely ripped from that, like blatantly. Like this was bizarre, like mm. super fucking bizarre. This was Jay Z stealing Biggie's raps type shit. It was like, what are you doing? We yeah. see this. Yeah, we're about to see a lot, man. Like The Exorcist. I don't know if you guys know, but like the the uh, the guys that directed the Halloween reboots, they've mm. just been given a They're new doing Exorcist yeah. trilogy. Oh, and, fantastic. Uh, yeah, so I feel like all the shit. I'm the same as you, man. Like I grew up, my mum was letting me watch The Exorcist when I was like nine years old on VHS. And that's ridiculous. That's kind of like I love that shit, but um, you know, I feel like all those classics that we grew up with were about to see repackaged in this like Halloween type reboot mm. type way. And I think we probably got it for at least another ten years. So buckle up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cheers, I'm hanging my hat on Terrifier at this point. That's yeah. A, yeah. So do you know what? The only, uh, one I care about. I was going to go into favorite horror icons, and Alaska over here dropped me into because my friend's saying watch Terrifier, watch Terrifier for years, but his his taste became awful, so I didn't watch it. Alaska has pretty good taste, so as soon as he said watch it, I was like, oh, okay, 
two people vouching for it. Let's go. And it's fantastic. That is. Yeah. Uh, uh, Art, Art is up there as far he's, as yeah. murderers. He's fucking yeah. great. <laughs> you don't take him too seriously. You don't have to think yep. too hard. Yeah. He's, but the thing is, he's so inventive with killing. Yeah. Like, I don't need, yeah. I don't need Leatherface to be inventive with, I don't want to see like, well, actually Leatherface cutting somebody's breasts off and wearing them would probably make sense <laughs> if we're yeah. going yeah. with how the original was. Do, yeah. Do the cross-dressing thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. But I think that they were afraid that they would offend too many people. Like, oh, yeah, they never the, yeah. really, they never really went too deep into that, except for in the third one, he was dancing around in a dress or whatever, which was just stupid. But they, mm. I feel like now if you're going to make a horror movie about the original Leatherface, lean into that shit. Why is he wearing mm. the pretty woman mask at the table? Why yeah, is he putting yeah. on the grandma mask when he's cooking? Yes. Why is he doing these things? Why is he taking that to... role in the family? Exactly. Yeah. I know, I, I know yeah. what you're saying, but equally, like the, the whole origin thing has just been done to death in horror. Like, do we really need to know like why Leatherface is the way that he is? Do we really yes. need to? I don't yes. think if you are... I don't think we need those flashbacks, though. That's what makes Leatherface scary. We don't know why he does the things that he does. Like, I think one of the big issues with Hollywood horror over the last few years is the origin story. We see it with Marvel, with the superhero things, and it's bled into horror. Like, we're suddenly seeing, like, the new Halloween Kills movie, which was absolutely trash, by the way. <laughs> Do I really need to see the little boy as an adult, like, who was in the background for one scene? And all these different <laughs> things. It's over-explanation, like no, horror. You're, you're missing, you're missing what I'm overtones saying. overtones of, of, of mob justice. Oh, no, that's not, that's not what I'm saying. You guys are misunderstanding me. What I mean is I don't need uh, an origin story. That's the last thing I want. I don't even yeah. want any of this shit. Let's get that out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want none of this. Yeah, yeah. All right? Yeah. But what I'm saying is I don't need you to, like, give me an hour and a half origin story. What I need for you to do is go back to the shit that he was doing in the first one. He was wearing three masks for a reason. Mm. Why is he doing that shit? Let him do that again. And then mm. maybe give us a couple more subtle hints as to why he's doing it. Yeah. I don't, I'm not saying that they need to go back and say, okay, he specifically wore this reason or this mask mm. with this makeup for this exact reason. I'm saying do that shit again, mm. do that shit again. And then maybe we as fans can start to pick up like, oh yeah, he's wearing it here because of this, I think, or he's wearing it here because of but, this. But as will they- to. Uh, sorry, Mike, I was going to say, will they, no, will, will they ever, I think this is one of them franchises that isn't, I don't think, like, I think Thomas said it right at the top. I don't think this could work as a, as a franchise, unfortunately, as well as, as it, to really cater for everyone because it's such a schizophrenic, like yeah. franchise. Like I know you should know, Alaska, you watched it. It's like they do comedy. They do outrageous mm -hmm. gore. They go nitty gritty again, but it's too clean looking. They have, they've got such different fan bases in this one film legacy that I don't know what the next one could be that would make all of us happy. I'm kind of with you, Mike. I want to know the masks thing and the, and the subservient Leatherface and not make him right. the center, not make the chainsaw the reason I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it because right. there's family and there's like, it's America's like, it's quite gothic and folk horror in it, element to it. Uh, let's get there, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we could ever get it. I don't know what you guys think, but I don't know. Could we ever get that? Do you, think, do you think Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a folk horror? I've never heard it described as that. Why Why do you think that? I'm just interested. The reason is, maybe it's because it's not been articulated enough for me to find another word for it. But when I say folk horror, 
I'm thinking of like the ghosts of like it really good over size the original, but I am going to because I love doing it. But like there it is, there is the ghosts of America that people haven't let go, and then they go on and like so they're hippies in the original. These are the modern hippies now, right? The the mm. the, the gentrifiers and Gen Z. So they have those elements, but like I think in that original, it was like the folk horror of you don't know, you're lost. You've not looked for this. You lost in it. Whereas in this, they almost go looking for it in a weird way, if you know what I mean. Where yeah. And the folk element is, this isn't a group of people you are an outsider to. You do not know what happens in these power structures and, and, and worlds where maybe wearing three leather masks, face masks, is actually normal and no one talks yeah. about it in this folk. I guess this idea, I guess with folk horror, whether it's The Wicker Man or... Um uh, you know, all those films, like the whole town's in on it, right? Like, everyone's in on it. Like people, Original. outsiders come in, come mm. into the area and everyone is in on it and they know that they're going to die. And like True. you rewatch it and you realize those little glances suggest that everyone knew from the start. And that's what was so good about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. As Mike said, you could watch it and every time you watched it, you picked up a new detail. Oh, that guy's looking at him in that way. Yeah, like, yeah. That was there for it. Whereas mm. I think with this film, you could rewatch it 15 times and you'd learn nothing new. It'd just be the same, Oh, you know, a trail ride. <laughs> one thing I learned new that I did not know. So actually I'm going to have to undercut your point, Thomas, because I did not know. I don't even know if I cared. I don't know if anyone knows if they care, but I went on the Texas fan Facebook fan page and they love it. They overall, they all love this film and they take you down hard. If you say, I didn't like it, but there is a, there's a, a split second in the, in the uh, bus and if you keep watching that scene, uh, his grandma, the one who passed away, uh, shines on the screen as he's soaring people up. So that was the only thing I think I would ever get. <laughs> yeah, I would yeah. never have caught it. It's literally someone did a still. And it could have been fake anyway. Who knows? But it, I did rewatch and mm. I tried to grab it. But yeah, so you're right, though. There isn't much you're going to go back to this one. Unless, favorite bits, Alaska, what you, what you got? <laughs> I would be interested in seeing the actual documentary in the beginning when they're at the gas station. Like to me, that's the interesting movie, right? Yeah. If you're going to do an origin, it has nothing to do with actually Leatherface. It's like yep. told like almost like, you know, an HBO documentary on that, like the California, like the Golden State Killer, but about uh, the Sawyer family. Like to me, that's a more interesting movie. If you want to get an, an origin story, like I don't need to know like, like in the Leatherface, which we talked about, the 2013 one or whatever it was. Mm, 2017. The 2017. Like, it was cool. Like, I like the misdirect where they had, like, the chubby, um, developmentally disabled child running around. You're like, oh, there's Leatherface. And, like, no, it's <laughs> that, just the other guy that, no, that's you know, he, he snapped from all the violence and turned to Leatherface. I, um, I, I, I guess the thing is, sorry to interject, but I guess the thing is we're never going to see a movie like the 1974 Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm. again oh, no. because never. filmmaking has changed so much. Like we, I mentioned at the start, you know, just how awful it was for the actors on the set. If you, if you, if you look at The Exorcist, you know, you had, you had William Freakin firing a live shotgun at the ceiling during takes to make the cast more scared. Like mm. you had him putting meat under the floorboard. So rotting flesh could be smelled. You had him turning the temperature down to minus 20 so that everyone was cold. If, if you did those kind of things nowadays, like fuck, you couldn't do it. Like you just mm. couldn't do it. So I guess what's interesting is it comes out this era where filmmakers, auteurs, they could, um, they could go that they could be sadistic. It was, mm. it was almost a hangover from what, Hitchcock used to do, you know, when you see um, the birds and you see actors being bit by 
by by birds. They really are being bit. He really mm. was like like making people um, be put in dangerous situations. But I think in this age, you can't. I'm not saying necessarily that's you know it's a bad thing that you can't do that anymore. But films, horror films, aren't made in that same way. So but what do you want just, next? That's what that I suppose that sort of comes into that, which is like, what do you want next? As Mike says, maybe he doesn't want anything. He doesn't want anything next. Right. And just don't do it. Yeah, just leave it now, maybe. Yeah. But you're yeah. right. I think. I yeah, go on, Alaska. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say, I don't think any innovation is coming from any of these legacy franchises. Maybe Scream, maybe would be Scream. the only one. Yeah, but, um, the I don't see any innovation. Mm. Yeah. The new Scream is fucking fantastic. That's how you I do really it. Like you it. nail it. You lean yeah. into the things that you're good at, the who done it, and then you play on the legacy thing, and you make it a bit more plausible. Although, spoiler alert, again, I don't know if anyone, everyone's watched it, right? What Scream? Scream, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just watched okay. it the other day. Okay, cool. Like Dewey going back. Yes, you groan, but you also like, oh, no, but we kind of need him to kind of go a little bit. Like, you know, he yeah. has been around for a long, he's been stabbed 10 times. Let's do it properly. Uh, but Let's yeah. pour some liquor for Dewey. <laughs> yeah, pour some liquor, get the Dewey theme on. I love that Dewey theme. Uh, but yeah, which is Broken Arrow, isn't it? Uh, that's what I always mm-hmm. enjoyed. It's the actual yeah. Broken Arrow theme is the Dewey theme. So I don't know. Was there any things that we want? I enjoyed the Dead Sunflowers and the Wes Anderson shot. You know, the, the oh, yeah. there's his head. There's no reason for that shot, but I kind of like the unnecessariness of it. Is there is there any other moments you guys enjoyed like that you... Um, I, I really love the end, honestly, with her driving away in the, in the self-driving car that doesn't exist. Um, I, I just thought like <laughs> it was the one moment in that movie that I found joy because <laughs> it was over because it was over. Um, and it was just like, I was like that yeah. horrible woman got killed. Um, and then just watching a self-driving car drive, <laughs> drive you out of town <laughs> but while you're watching this, like you can't do anything. You're just stuck in a, in a sunroof watching this as you're driving away. It just cracked me up. It's the future we deserve. <laughs> you know what, Cam, I'm with you. Uh, a lot of people hated that sunflower scene. Mm. I liked it because I thought that that's where they were going to go after that. They were just mm. going to start making this extremely fucking weird. Because I didn't laugh at that scene. That shit made me uncomfortable. I was like, Mm. what the fuck is going on? Why is he even out there? Why were you bent over? What were you doing? You're tying (laughs) your shoe. What were you doing? But they didn't do anything else that was even remotely as cool or creative or weird as that. Mm. After that, it just turned into a very standard horror film. But then when I, after I watched it and I was so confused, when I read that someone else had actually made this whole film and then they fired him because yeah. they're like, Oh, that's not the direction we want to go in. Mm. I want to see what that guy did mm. because I kind of wonder if he actually stuck to the original template. You mm. know, I get that, that horror now is a bit too, I don't want to call it safe, but I, I know we can't get what we originally got, but I feel like we can get pretty damn close. Mm. You know, I feel like if you're going to go out of your way to say, this is a direct sequel to the original, then fucking, you know what we're looking for. We're not looking yeah. for Halloween kills. Mm. You guys, like, I feel like they set themselves up for failure by doing this oh, shit. Yeah. If yeah. these, if this was a brand new character, and I hate to go back to Star Wars, but same thing. Mm. If you didn't relate it back to the original trilogy, I'd be, I'd probably be fine with it. Yeah. I still wouldn't like it. I still wouldn't be like, oh, this is great. But I wouldn't be like angry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With this, I feel like if you just made this, make it a copycat killer. If you want to do something, make this some random ass dude who mm. saw the original documentary or saw, you know, whatever. And then he started killing people. Fine. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. how are you making this 
the original Leatherface. You're bringing in Sally for no fucking reason. My thing is, I would have been cooler if they killed Sally off in five minutes. Oh, I'd like like, oh that's, that's a funny <laughs> twist. Like you brought her back just to kill her in five minutes. But you, instead, you fucking hold her up with a chainsaw, throw her yeah. across the street, and she's still strong enough at 98 and a half years old to shoot him. Come on. And, and uh, she does that maniacal laugh. They missed which every is vital organ when he picked her up. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think so silly. I think that was my favorite scene that where she shoots him. Uh, the reason it was is because she's on the trash and that's what this film is. Trash. Oh, nice. I like that. I like <laughs> it, Thomas. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, is, yeah. that is funny though. They, the shoehorning in of her mad scream, like all of that. Yeah, I, and yeah. I know Marilyn Burns isn't around, so maybe you don't even do that or bring back another character that maybe that you could somehow play with. But yeah, you're right. And um, <laughs> You know what, Cam? Bring back... Bring back homie that was in the truck that just took off running and we never saw him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's his bring deal? Bring that dude back. Man with the spanner. He, he Man with the spanner. Yeah, what he happened to him? He's like, he's like, I'm the only black guy in this film. I'm making it out this shit. I got a spanner right now. I don't give right a now. fuck what this, what this random white chick is doing. I'm like, <laughs> bring I'm him out. back. I'm out. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm out, in, bro. <laughs> in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D. Yeah. Um, they didn't bring him back, did they? They they start with like the town coming and basically like shooting up the whole Sawyer household, right? Yeah. Killing oh. the whole family. Um, but they go to Leatherface's basement and the trucker's on his board. No. Chopped up. No. <laughs> yeah. no. Wait, I missed that? That's the it, it was in it was in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D. No. I, I literally just watched that a few weeks ago. So wait. Yeah. Oh. So there's like somebody the trucker? That's the trucker, yeah. I, I, I didn't realize it either until I read like because Holy I read shit. um I read this article on Bloody Disgusting about the original vision that the directors had, mm-hmm. which was pretty wild. It was it was actually a pretty good movie. Break it down. So it was, I mean, it was a lot of a lot of the same beats were in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, like the things that made it a little different is like the the house gets burnt and shot up. Mm-hmm. And you see, like, the mom in her rich mansion looking over, being like, I'm sorry, I failed you, children. Um, and then Leatherface comes back and she takes him in. It's like a lot of the same shit, except, yeah. like, you know, Leatherface ends up going ape shit on everybody because all those people are still alive at the end. Oh, right. And there's oh, no, like, you know, do your thing, cuz in yeah. there. I like um, that. I, I, but I think just fucking go there. If you're going to do it, do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I actually enjoyed that, that timeline. <laughs> Yeah, what time is good? There's four timelines, right? There's like four timelines, isn't there? Four timelines, yeah. That's far. Yeah, Yeah. so it's the original one, which is like the original two, uh, Leatherface Part Three, and the Next Generation. So then there's, um, Mm. yeah, then there's the the second one, which is um, Texas Chainsaw: The Beginning, Mm -hmm. the 1974 one, and then the the one with Jessica Biel in it. Oh, oh, three. It's not bad. I need no, to it's not, as a whole timeline, is pretty good. I watched the. It's, a, it's a good movie. Right. Yeah, it's, mm. a good yeah. movie. it's got a lot, it. it's a lot of fans. A lot of fans. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what's his name? Lee Emery or whatever the hell his name is. He's great as like the the patriarch of the family. Yes, I remember Lee Emery. Yeah, yeah. The drill sergeant from Full Metal Jacket. Yes, he's, he's fantastic. Great his eyebrows. eyebrows are amazing. Thank film. you, Alaska. I just said the same thing. The eyebrow game. Who has yeah. the best eyebrows yeah. in this film? That's the category <laughs> we've got to bring up. Who's got the best eyebrows? Uh, but yeah, no. Okay, yeah. No. What's the other timeline? There's a, a Leatherface. The other timeline is Leatherface into the 3D movie. Yes, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And those Which they were, did backwards, right? Yeah, those were the guys. Yeah. This is the promise again. You see, like Evil Dead. I love that remake. Inside, mm-hmm. where the, they were the guys who made 
2017. I don't know if you guys have watched Inside, but that French film oh, was... with the, the pregnant woman yes. and the lady's trying to get her yeah, baby? Yeah, it's That movie's fantastic. Yeah. They're, I think they were involved in 2017's Leatherface, which is oh, why one of the wow, reasons yeah. I was like, oh, I actually really enjoyed this because they're coming from this French... Like, and there was, oh. remember that French, like little, like Renaissance, I think there it was, was. Martyrs there was onwards, like 28 yep. or some 2008. Was, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then they had this big French wave, but that was, yeah. And then you have the, this, this time, this new timeline, uh, who knows what the fuck wow. we're going to do next. Which is the worst, surprisingly the worst timeline. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've talked for an hour and I've been trying to get to favorite bits and we've got oh, yeah. nothing. <laughs> I think the ending, I, I agree with the ending. The ending is the best bit. Yeah. The ending is the best bit for sure but I could have done with like 20 more seconds of him dancing it's like he yeah. started to dance I thought so yeah, I thought his like, dance was great yeah, yeah I think a bit I more, more yeah the, it, it yeah. just caught yeah. and then the post credit scene where he goes back back to the home I know yeah. they, they, they might milk yeah. it I don't know how this is going to perform but I enjoyed again the hamminess of the you know you should have known you should have told me I, you were coming I'd have put my face on there's a beat mm. I'm the guy in the cinema yeah. who's laughing in that beat and everyone else is I, I cracked up in that part <laughs> yeah I was like yes let's okay let's do this and then they don't do it enough you know these things and the other really little subtle one which I think I might be reading into but you know when she's like looking in the rear view mirror and she's like belted up and he's in the back just skinning his mum's face which is mm. incredible yeah. Uh, there's a sign on the mirror that says that things in objects may appear closer than yeah. they appear. Yeah, and I right. thought yeah. that is a really, that's a great little touch. And uh, yeah. I don't know if there was enough of that, but maybe I need to, as you said, Thomas, maybe smoke the right weed and go in there. And, uh, I don't know uh, what kind of weed would make this so, as bad, but yeah. yeah. Crack. crack <laughs> but no, I mean, I'm, I'm, when you're talking about positives, I did, I can't lie. I had fun for the most part with this film. If I <laughs> if I erase my fandom of the original, I'm fine with it. Mm -hmm. You know, if I'm looking at it just like it's a random slasher film, it was it was cool. Mm -hmm. You know, the kills were fucking great. Even the fight with the the kind of rednecky guy, you know, he breaks his leg and all that shit. Yeah, that's cool. It was fucking great. There were yeah. great kills, but my thing is, I hate to be a downer, but my thing is always just like so fucking what? Like mm, at the end yeah. of the day, so what? You had good kills but this didn't need to be a TCM film. And that's how I feel yeah. about most of those movies. They, they, they were great movies on their own. Mm. They're just bad Texas Chainsaw Massacre films. Yeah. You know, and I feel mm. the same way about this. If this was just a random dude, because the face thing didn't even really, mm. it didn't even really matter. Mm. You know, that scene where she's looking in the mirror and he's cutting the mother or whoever it is, mm. cutting her, her face off. That was a, a pretty disturbing scene. Yeah. Yeah. Mainly because it was in yeah. broad fucking daylight. That's yeah, what yeah. made that shit yeah. cool. Sound design but, was great. Yeah, the sound design was really, really good on this as well. But when the film yeah. ends, I was just really left with this feeling of, so what? Why did why did we do this? For mm. Yeah, this, the score was good. Really good. Colin Stetson did the score. Yeah. He also oh, did really? the score for, for Hereditary, which is obviously, you know, is one of the Colin best horrors. Yeah. Oh, right. um, okay. So I I did think the score had really cool little throwbacks to the original um score, which yeah. was really cool to see, and yeah, also existed as its own thing. But the yeah. score, um, I would recommend. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. Alaska, any any other good so, bits? Yeah. Well, I had, I had I watched this with my daughter. Um, <laughs> what did she think? So, of course, you did. <laughs> yeah. So so she naturally she loves the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. She's like it's the most disturbing thing I've ever seen. Could I ask how old and is she? We're watching it. Just so I get twelve. Enough. She's, I, I fucking love you. This is amazing. I'm yeah. trying to get away with that one day. So she saw it. She, she, 
it's weird because like during the pandemic, we just started watching horror movies because it made her happy. You know, like everything was like going on. It was like, hmm. um, yeah. So we were watching. We watched that, and she was just like, "Why is he running? Like, what the fuck is up with his?" Run? She didn't say what the fuck, but because hmm. um, she get in trouble. Like, we could watch horror movies. <laughs> <with Peggy Carson>. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "What? Like, he doesn't run like that. That's not the way he runs." He's right. Uh, at the end, she was like, "That was terrible." Uh, she felt the same way about Halloween's kills. So I was like, kind of like this kid gets it. Hmm. Um, but we were we were watching. And there's a scene in the bus where the woman tries climbing out the window. <laughs> And he cuts her in half. And I turned to her and I said, well, she got half out. Um, and that part was like my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, because she looked at me like you're an asshole. <laughs> she got half out. Yeah. So, so I wanted to address something that Mike said earlier about all of these being really bad Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. Mm-hmm. Based off the numbers, it seems like the original is just a really excellent Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. <laughs> but like the whole series itself kind of sucks. That's yeah, true. when you look yeah. at franchises, it's a, it's, it's a bad series. There's no question. There's yeah. some, some bad moments. The, 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 sorry to bring it up again, but the only reason I like too is because the same reason I like Halloween Three because it tried to do something completely different, different with the yeah. franchise. You don't like Halloween Three? Come on, Mike. Oh my yeah, god! Like, you guys. This is the like, yeah, this is, is right. This is I the like, conflict I, I, of the pod. I, I, I personally, I personally like it in a franchise when there's a curveball and it tries yeah, to I do something it. completely. Even if it's not successful, like I think at least Toby Hooper didn't just try and make a direct sequel to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. At least he was trying to like, mm. you know, do something that was a bit of a satire. And I yeah, think yeah. Um, that was cool for me, like yeah. personally. But, so yeah. here's my thing with 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 that, right? Like Halloween Three is a great film. It's not a good Halloween film. Yeah. And well, then, now, to, to be to be to be honest, I think I've told Alaska this. I don't fucking like the Halloween franchise. I've never liked Michael Myers. I've franchise. never been into him. I the know. First I know. one's amazing. Worse than the hey, worse than Texas. Texas. Worse than Even Texas? the first one, I don't like it. <laughs> oh, I love the first one, but I, I saw that yeah. when I was like eleven years old. So I love it. Was it like, yeah. It was like I love number one two. One of those movies where it's like, what's that? Oh, two, two, I love two. Yeah, two's. I watched two again recently. It's it's okay. The man is shot in the eyes. And he keeps going. As, is... as a as a franchise, I've never I've never been invested in Michael Myers. I always found it before. Mm, right. Um. I I was always more of a if we're talking about franchise, I was always more of a Freddy Krueger, mm-hmm. Jason Voorhees fan. Let's I've never been Halloween. But the, the thing is, with three, with Halloween three, if that was just its own movie, I'd be like, God, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. It had yeah, that. Yeah. It had that real like Argento vibe where it's just like, I'm not really sure what the hell's going on here. Mm. I'm sure there's an overarching story that maybe I'll get pieces of later, but that was it. But as a Halloween film, I was just like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. I felt the same way with, with TCM too. I was just like, uh, why, why did you, why did you even bother making a sequel? If you were going to completely subvert our expectations of who mm. these people were from the beginning. Now, if yeah. that was just its own movie about a bunch of weird freaks Great, you know, I like the guy lighting the little coat hanger and sticking it. It's great, but as a TCM film, it's like I don't want to laugh at this shit. I want to actually be frightened. But by you know? that, that reminds me again, Mike. What's his name? Mark? I watched it when I was like young as well, and I hated it. And then I watched it again a couple of weeks ago. It's fucking hilarious. I own it. I know it's I not what you want, but ago. it's really hilarious. They Dennis Hopper. Is, Dennis Hopper is great. Dennis Hopper's yeah. great. Dennis they Hopper need to bring back anything he's in. What's his yeah, name? Yeah, yeah, is it yeah, Chop yeah. Shop? Chop, what's his name? Chop Top. That's Chop his name. Top. Chop Top. Chop yeah. Top. Yeah. Get him in the film. Get him right. I, that is an interesting <laughs> character. Let's do yep. Chop Top yep. Vietnam Vet. <laughs> hey, didn't didn't actually that reminds me? Didn't Toby Hooper's son 
direct a trailer for the Chop Top film, which was like an American massacre or something. Oh, and wow. uh, yeah, yeah, I remember oh, it's, it's really gonzo, really grimy, really gritty, really. Oh, it, it leaves a bad taste in my just the trailer does. But um, well, I, don't know if have, I don't know if they ever made it, but yeah, go search that out. Fine, um, that sounds cool. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, for some reason, reminds me of Jaws. And I think maybe it's like the way that they dress it, like the chili cook-off, like they all look like the, the mayor on the on the island. But yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it could be, it could be. Oh, man. Yeah. I, 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 be I don't know if I, I don't. I don't. I'm trying to link the two in my head, but I can't do it. I can't do it, Alaska. I'm trying, but I can't. Uh, but, it, it could just be the way it looks. I don't know. But yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, I was uh, there was a, one other thing I did enjoy about the. It was you know you talk about the mask. I wasn't that. F- much of a fan of it but then it does get worse as he's in the film like it does seem to erode and i looked it up just mm-hmm. the mask you cannot buy it and yeah. shit. obviously as you said earlier it's a cash grab man like these things are already out there for people to buy but um yeah th- then i read up and the director was saying yes it did that they made it consciously to look worse as the day went on um but uh, then i also went down the rabbit hole of oh leatherface can now swim which then makes me think he got lessons which then made me think about michael myers lessons driving uh yeah and uh, yeah just the nice little wormhole went down that was it <laughs> that that whole scene bothered me most of all because they're in the middle of like a dry ass texas town on the first floor of some theater which means the whole basement had a flood in order for that yeah. water to be high enough for them to fall into yeah right yeah and it's the driest town I, it just, yeah, it bothered. <laughs> that bothered me more than anything in the movie. Oh no! <laughs> oh, really? It's just like why, again, it's just one of those things of why even bother to put this in there. What what mm. purpose did this serve if all you were going to do is have her pull the gun on him anyway? Why did yeah. you need the water? Yeah, it didn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah, how the fuck does this mask had a pool? How the fuck does his mask stay on as well? Like, I'm <laughs> yeah. looking at it like like how the fuck is this staying on his face? Yeah. Like there's nothing like tied around the back he, of his neck. He cut the ear holes out. Yeah, oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, you, you see it when he puts it on. He puts it around his ear. Okay, uh, nice I thought you were joking. Nice I thought you were fucking around. <laughs> no, they're not. Like, oh, no, he, he puts it around his ear. <laughs> He's been paying attention. I don't catch that either. He's paying attention. Damn. Oh, maybe this is a great film. Maybe there's loads maybe of Maybe it things. is. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe there's Look, let Alaska things. talk long enough, dude. We'll all like it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I, I fucking love talking horror about with you guys. This is amazing. That, you... It, a version on something I want to talk about at some point, maybe if it's not today or another point, if we get together. But Mike, you saying there about horror franchises and icons you love, Freddy was my gateway drug into horror, man. So I'm with you on Freddy. That he's was still my number one. Yeah. He's still my, he's, he's the only guy that, yeah, he, he started off really sadistic and fucked up, but he actually got funny, but he stayed fucked up. So I, yes. I've always enjoyed him and, and his kills, his kills were always creative. Mm. He was never just like, "All right, blah, you're dead. Let's move on." Yeah, when like, you have an I inherent, when you have an inherent mechanism, which is to avoid getting killed, don't sleep. You got right. so much richness. It's just that's a winner from day one. You're batting that out of the pot because mm-hmm. every it's a it's a human necessity. That's what I love about that Freddy thing, and it's always yeah, yeah. Got oh no, yeah, yeah. It always gets yeah. me going. So yeah, I'm totally prime. down for that convo whenever. Yeah, man. Prime time, bitch. <laughs> when he says prime time, <laughs> yeah. Bitch. Welcome to the prime time, bitch. <laughs> what, again, if you're gonna do it, do it that way. But that's a that exactly. is a franchise that probably needs. Like I keep hearing these things about Freddy, like Jason maybe coming back and Michael obviously is doing anything, but. This is kind of prime time now for him to come back. Because they already tried, remember? 
They tried. And it was fucking terrible. But that that was yeah. what about that's, that was what who was in that? Oh, uh, what's her name from um, social the guy media? That Rooney, Rooney Mara. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, it was yeah. bad. It was bad film. Yeah, yeah. Rudy Moore. Can't do it about Robert England. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> right, yeah, true. But they need Robert England in it. I would say just get whilst he's around, get him back. Because I think there was one moment, and I wasn't sure if it was in in this in the new uh, Texas where she goes into the house and you see a man sitting down. Like I caught it. That's Leatherface. Right. So is that Leatherface yeah. the new Leatherface or is that Gunner? Because I thought is that no, that's the new Leatherface. Oh. I even tried to give it that. I was like, wow, they've put Gunner in there. It's like, no, they haven't he's, put Gunner in there. Di- no. He died about five years ago, man. Uh, I know, but just really like, like, you like a little, <laughs> like a little Easter egg. <laughs> Fuck me, man. They brought Marilyn Burns back. Like, come on. They would, it was not, know, a, you know what I mean? They could have done it. They would have done it. Don't they... feel bad, dude. I thought that was some sort of homage. To... Wait, but that wasn't yeah. Marilyn Burns, bro. No, she's dead too. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dead. They brought back the character she was supposed to be in. The character got Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, why are you doing that? And then why are you doing the laugh? Like, Oh, anyway, let's not go down it. But yeah, to your question though about the favorite favorite horror people, mine's yeah. Candyman. Always, Candyman will be like. Yeah. I think right. um, Tony Tony Todd is just a genius, and I um I was lucky to interview him last year, and um just learning about that that his you know the prep that he had for that role, and mm. the fact that him and um Virginia um Madsen, who Madsen. plays you know the main um psychiatrist woman from the university, they they went out horse riding lessons like. Like they went, Amazing. they did ballroom dancing together, all this shit. So oh, wow. like it, it was, it was so that it was as intimate as possible. Like it really is a, a, at its core, a, um, you know, a romantic fairy tale in a way. And it's like, again, with that mm. franchise, I think um, the Gothic romance got lost with this new one. It, it became again, yeah. you know, we're going to have all this political exposition or whatever. Whereas in the original Candyman, it was hinted at, it wasn't blunt. Mm. And that's, that's the big issue for me with is horror. It, this is, Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. It's just yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's I mean, a bit blunt I think to the original. The... Was pretty obvious too. It's just this yeah, one. Yeah, it was great. Was just super. The new one was just super ham fisted, and mm. it was just badly written. Who played? Yeah. They didn't land the end at all. No, not at all, dude. Thomas, you're right. I think they landed the end. They could have saved the film. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I, I love the idea of like the whole like it being a generational killer. Mm. Like everybody has their own version of Candyman. I thought that was really dope. But I think mm. the way yeah. they initiated that was like stupid. Yeah. We didn't need the we didn't need the fucking turncoat snitch whatever angle. It was just fucking stupid. But yeah, if yeah. we're talking about like favorite horror people, I yes, I'm with Thomas Candyman. But if I was talking franchise, because I don't know if I really call, yeah. I guess I guess Candyman's a franchise. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. He had he had three yeah, three movies, so I guess yeah, he's a franchise. Candyman yeah. two is underrated. New Orleans was a great. Oh yeah, yeah, Farewell to the Flesh, yeah. right? Like yeah, all the, I, I feel like none of the originals were necessarily bad. No. I don't think they were bad. It's just your this new one was just like, why are you trying to make a Jordan Peele film? Like, yeah, just exactly. let him do this shit. I know he was a producer or whatever. But mm. let him do that shit. And I felt yeah. the same way about this. It's like, mm. let other people make political horror. Leave yeah. that shit away from Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Not everything has to be everything. Yeah, exactly. exactly so yeah. Right. Do what you're good at. Do what you're good at, man. That's yeah. it. Yes. So yes. Can, I want to throw go. a wild card out there for my, my favorite. Let's um, go. It's, it's actually Jason, but, um, you know, that's a little easy. But um, he's Jason at Jason, I guess, because I like Victor Crowley a lot from Hatchet. Wow, Hatchet! I've not watched Hatchet. Yeah. In oh years. man, it's great, dude. It's amazing. It's yeah, so gory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. full on. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, I've got to go back in. Why? Yeah, why? There's, why like, there's like four of them. Yeah, there's three or four. Yeah. Of them. Why? Why is that? Why is he? Why is he in there? 
because he's he is what he is like there's no right. pretense in hatchet it's like you mm. come in his area you're getting creatively killed yep. that's what it's yeah. all about yeah. they will you know they kill him every time they're like and then he no, comes back not. again no matter what they do they put him through a fucking airplane propeller yeah. and, and it's got fucking back. it's got kenny from from cosby show i mean that's that yeah. should make you want it, bud. It's, it's got it's got yeah. bud from Cosby. It's got but it's got Tony Todd in it too. It's got yeah, Tony. Well, yeah. I need yeah. to rewatch. And, I it, and it's got this. um Daniel. What the hell's her name? She was from the um from the Friday, not from the Friday, the Halloween movies, the one that played Michael Myers' niece. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I can't remember what her name. The one with but, the, the young yeah. girl who can. Yeah, yeah, the little yeah. girl who becomes a killer. Who becomes the <laughs> yeah, killer at the yeah, end yeah, with the. Yeah, yeah, oh wow, yeah. oh, fantastic, fantastic. That's good. That's part six. That's part yeah. six. Isn't yeah, it? that's a good movie, yeah. man. Isn't yeah, there a, there's an actress? That, yeah, there's a female actor in that, and she's probably one of the most annoying characters in any horror film because she's just so whiny all the time through the whole film. Mm-hmm. I think that's number yeah. six, and. God, good Lord. Like from the first jump, you're like, gee, I, no, this is going to be a pill struggle. It's like, but, kill her right now. Yeah, her. yeah. A bit like this one in the new one where she's like with the gun. Oh, you must have a short dick. It's like, oh my God, why would you? This is, yeah. you're written. What the fuck? <laughs> Although I thought, her, I thought she was good as an actress, like as, a, as, a, as an actual performance. But you don't have a lot to play with when that's your... It was her character that was a problem. Yeah, that's it. When yeah. you've got to say, and Elsie Fisher, yeah. I don't know if you watched Eighth Grade, but I love Eighth Grade. Eighth Grade is amazing. Right? It's that, f- that might have been the scariest movie I've ever seen. Quite <laughs> oh, as a dad. As a dad. Yeah. yeah. When she goes to the party and she's just, oh my God. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a horror film right there. <laughs> but that's But her being in it, I was thinking, oh, I really am invested in her you know, to see what she does. And again, yeah. not, not allowed to, like this really, I don't know, shoehorned in, I don't know, either way. But yeah, there yeah. you go. Okay, before I leave then, before we wrap this up, I need to ask, we were saying there about like favorite franchises and stuff like that. What is it over the last five or like say 10 years then? Because I know Nope's coming out soon. And I'm really looking forward to mm-hmm. uh, that. It's, it should be amazing. But what is it over the last five, 10 where you think has got a lasting impact? Or like, it's classic in your eyes, in your opinion, in, in like horror. And I used oh. to terrify her earlier. I think terrifies up there for me. It's just, yeah. Well, over the last, over the last 10 years, what are the best Say five, 10. Yeah. Like? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, horror, not franchises, best. just films that you've thought that's probably going to last. That's probably going to last. I thought it follows was very intelligent and very mm-hmm. smart. Um, and every time I watch it, like I enjoy it even more. Um, mm. I re I think there's been, um, some really good British horror as well. Um, but I think, I don't know. Like I, I like what Ari Aster's done. I think Hereditary and Midsummer are two mm. great movies, um, which we'll be talking about for a long, long time. I think they're, you know, I think Ari Aster might be remembered as the kind of the time frame you mentioned as maybe one of the more p- pivotal horror directors. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. I need more Dead Man's Shoes <laughs> in my life yeah, generally. Yeah, yeah, so when you yeah, said yeah, British yeah. horror, I'm waiting for that to come back because we have that folk kind of area still i live in an area where it's just like nobody knows what's happening but everyone get kind of gets on but you know there's been a murder somewhere down here he's <laughs> the fields there's so many fields you can put bodies anywhere but yeah no is there any what, what did you guys have did you guys have anything else mike or alaska or anything that you think that might last i'm with i'm with i'm with thomas um not on it follows though um oh, okay. i'm gonna check out I, I didn't know you had a podcast thomas um so i'm gonna listen to it because we have very opposite tastes <laughs> so I actually, I actually, unlike a lot of people, I actually appreciate that because um, I hate It Follows, but I, I find it interesting that yeah. other people that do like it mm. actually do like other things that I do like because I love Ari Aster, 
you know, I love Hereditary and um, I love Midsummer because Wicker Man is my number one favorite horror film of all time. Let's go. So him doing an homage to Midsummer was just fantastic. But mm. um, if I was going to say something that has really affected me that that's come out over the past five years or so, um, it's probably cliche, but I say The Witch. Now, granted, mm. I love Nighthouse uh, or Lighthouse, mm. but I did not like Nighthouse. Nighthouse was trash. Lighthouse. But um, I think he really hit his stride with The Witch. And I've heard somebody recently, maybe the past week or so, call that this elevated horror thing, is, which yeah, I don't get. Because it's, it's a horror film based on actual, one, actual events, and two, actual folklore from that region of, of, of the world. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that the way it was, the way it was filmed, the pacing, the ending, which was perfect. I think that's a movie that I could see people talking about for a really long time mm. because I mean, it really, it really kind of reintroduced that quote unquote slur burn, you know, idea, which a lot of films are, are taking from, and mm. some of them are doing it well. Some of them are not. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I feel you. Yeah, you've seen the, if you've heard of the ritual, watch that. Like that's oh, yeah. a really well done um, slow burn that really I feel like is taking cues from what these guys are doing. So yeah, you know, mm. yeah, I love the ritual, man. Absolutely, Alaska. Got anything? Uh yeah. Let me hit these real quick, and then I got to bounce because I got a staff. Absolutely, man. Too, so. <laughs> All good. Um, but um, I, I I really liked um, Hereditary a lot. I didn't like Midsummer as much, but I thought they were both really well done. Uh, I like Train to Busan was pretty fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What else? Uh, the Invitation, which I don't yeah. know if, if anybody saw that. That one's really like a good slow burn. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Your Next a lot. Uh, and The Visit, I thought was really fun. Like that oh, one yeah. was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoying all of those. Absolutely. And then, of course, Terrifier is the hands down best movie of the past decade. <laughs> it's superb. All genres. It's superb. I love you. Fly that flag high, man. Fly that flag high. But I don't know if you can call it. Really I don't. Terrifying. Sorry, I was going to say, I don't know if you could call it a horror, but like Under the Skin as well. I yeah, think, um, that was where I, I was going to go. It, Under it's the a, Skin it's is a movie. Is a movie that like I. I don't know. I find it hard to stop thinking about it. Like it's so, um, mm. so Kubrickian, isn't it? Like it's so mm. fun. And there's so many cool kills in it as well. Like when that, yeah. that guy's skin, she sort of, it sort of flies. It's so black pool. Like, yeah, so, you so, got to watch it, man. That, 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 that okay, and martyrs yeah. are the last few that, I mean, I agree with most of it, but martyrs, I know it's like 15 years or so now, but the original, not the remake. I don't know if you saw the remake. And, uh, oh, I know. The remake was bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, oh. they, t- they do this to us, man. Us horror fans and hip hop fans. This is the beauty, man. Hip hop and horror. Is anyone doing this pod yeah. out there? I don't know if anyone's doing this pod out there. We are now. So it should be. That's it. The flatliners. The flatliners moved from uh, a Def Jam recording artist to podcasters. <laughs> if anybody's listening, though, don't watch Martyrs as a first date movie. Just don't do it. No, no. Oh, unless, you're, <laughs> unless you really want. It's like putting a reverse C Blade on the rotation if you really want to do that. You don't do that. There's, there's some films you just don't do. Uh, yeah, but lads, that's amazing. This has been amazing. Thank you, guys. This has been brilliant. Good time. Yeah. No, I really, great. really enjoyed it. And it's good to meet you, Timothy, and good to meet you, Mike, as well. And yeah, you as well, Thomas. Nice. Hopefully our paths cross in the future and have a good evening, guys. Yeah, definitely. Take if there's any other horror stuff, give us a shout. We'll do another one if you want to. Can we can we agree to do Terrifier 2 when it comes out? When's it out? Dude. Yes. I'm on yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm game. <laughs> we can. Have a good See day. You See you later. 
So there you go. The first Crate 808 horror film episode. I love horror, so I did it. And let's see what this, what you guys are saying, because I have no idea if you're going to enjoy this or if you're not. But if you do, hit us up, crate808gmail.com. But yes, other than that, take it easy. We should catch you on the flip side for some more hip-hop flavour. See you soon. Boom. <laughs>